Jessica Harris, and this is From Scratch. My guest is Bunker Roy, founder of Barefoot College, a system of schools in remote rural villages throughout India. Founded by Bunker in 1972, Barefoot College teaches illiterate men and women to become solar engineers, water drillers, midwives, doctors, dentists, architects, masons, and blacksmiths. By acquiring sophisticated technical skills, women and men who might have otherwise been written off by their villages become empowered and instrumental members of their communities. Welcome. Thank you very much, Jessica. Your career doesn't seem like a logical extension of your privileged upbringing. How did you choose this path? I went to a very snobbish, elitist, expensive education in India. And you couldn't be more cut off from the real India, from the education I received. And it was just out of sheer curiosity that I went to a famine in Bihar in 1965, which was devastating. Thousands of people were dying of hunger and there was misery and poverty everywhere and so it sort of changed my life and it shook me because that part of India I'd never seen. You were 20 years old at the time. 20 years old. It uh, really shook me to the extent that when I came back home I told my mother that I'd like to live and work in a village and she went into a coma because she just couldn't understand what had happened in 14 days. And she just said, uh, what is all this, you know? Your whole life is laid out for you. You you have the choice of being a banker, a bureaucrat, a diplomat, a doctor, teacher, and what are you going to do in a village? And I said, "Um, actually, I want to be an unskilled laborer digging wells. She was a bit of a snob, so she said, what will I tell the family? That you're going to dig, uns- you're going to be an unskilled laborer digging wells. I said, actually, that's what you're going to tell them. So for five years, I was digging wells under the stars, in the middle of the desert of Rajasthan, and that's where I learned how to become a driller. I did my masters in English, so it was quite useless for what I was doing in the village in the middle of nowhere. But I learned about compressors, and I learned about. Uh, tractors and I learned about drilling and I learned about deepening wells and it was at that time when I was those five years of living in a village in the middle just under the stars that I came to meet some extraordinary men and women in the villages of India. You mentioned that curiosity brought you to this rural village to see this famine and you decided that you wanted to make a life in this area. Was there any part of you as you were growing up that was resisting the the upbringing that your parents were providing? I was quite normal till I went to Bihar. The sort of line that they had planned for me was almost classically traditional and conservative. And And until I went to Bihar, I had no idea that I would rebel. I was amenable to the lifestyle and to the environment I was uh, being brought up in. What did your parents do in Delhi? My father died very early. My mother was uh, the trade commissioner for India in Russia. And how rare was that, to have a mother who was a a career woman? Very rare. How did she become that? She struggled, and she was discriminated against, and she had, uh, had a rough time to get to that position. But I think uh, 
the fact that she was very, very honest to the extent that she created a lot of enemies within the system. She fought that single-handedly. She knew how to fight. She was a fighter. But this whole world of living in, in a village was totally alien to her. And it was something that just she couldn't understand. I'm Jessica Harris, and you're listening to From Scratch. My guest is Bunker Roy, founder of Barefoot College, a system of schools in remote rural villages throughout India. Bunker founded Barefoot College in 1972, and the school teaches hands-on skills like solar electrification, blacksmithing, water purification to illiterate women and men. So you spent five years in the village learning from these people. At what point did you say, you know what, I want to institutionalize this. I want to create Barefoot College. My real education started then in the villages when I was living and working with them. Very ordinary people yeah. with such extraordinary skills and knowledge which they kept to themselves, which they kept in the village, and no one has actually ever thought of using that knowledge and skills for their own development. And I thought I would like to start a college only for the poor. It would be a college with a, with a great difference. It would reflect the lifestyle and work style of Mahatma Gandhi. What was his view of the villages of India? Gandhi said that you must first identify the knowledge and skills of people in the village first for their own development. And if that was not enough, then you take knowledge and skills from outside. He thought that it, the solutions to India was developing the villages of India. And if you could develop the villages of India and make them into a productive, balanced, secular equitable society, then you wouldn't have people leaving the villages and going into cities. And this focus on self-reliance or self-sufficiency? self-esteem, all these. When you decided to take this ethos on and started the college, how much resistance was there, if any? There was resistance because it was something new. It was something which we were trying out on a small scale. It was something where... A lot of people were saying this wouldn't work because, you know, everyone thought that Gandhi, Gandhi is now almost outdated in India. His lifestyle, his work style, his simplicity, the, what he thought about accountability, honesty, all these things are unfortunately very alien now in India. But the Barefoot College, with, because of this exposure I had with all these uh, people who were living and working in the villages with me, they said one major thing that you mustn't do in the college is bringing people with paper qualifications. Anyone with a degree or a MSc or a PhD is the only college in India where you're disqualified to come. So what are the qualifications to be a student at the college? You have to be someone who lives and works in a village, a very remote, inaccessible village. has to be someone who lives on less than $1 a day. It has to be someone who has a skill which can be recognized, applied, uh, can be uh, uh, used on a large scale for the development of their own communities. So we, that's why we called it barefoot, because barefoot is symbolic of millions of people who live and walk barefoot in India. We are showing that it is possible to develop people who are very poor to use the expertise and knowledge and skills that they have. For instance, just by way of an example, Rainwater harvesting. 
if you ask an engineer how you solve the problems of drinking water in Rajasthan, they will say, drill a hole in the ground and take water out of the ground from 300 feet and put in a hand pump. This is what we did from 1979 up to 1979. 72 to 79, we did this. And we said, hold it. We are putting in hand pumps and the water is going and we are going deeper and deeper. Why don't we look for an alternative? So the alter- we went back to the elders of the village and said, uh, what is the alternative? They said, why aren't you collecting rainwater? Because for hundreds of years we've been collecting rainwater. So we changed our policy and actually listened to the elders. And now we're collecting rainwater harvest. Now that's an alternative. We are saying that this is a supplementary but an alternative of how you mustn't waste your resource. If you see how people live in the villages of India, they live simply. They respect sun, they respect the land, they respect the rain, they respect the wind. That respect is uh, internalized in their lifestyle and the way they live. So the Barefoot College says, why aren't we listening to them a bit more and just listening to how how they are solving their own problems? And the drinking water problems in Rajasthan is that you collect rainwater on a large scale, whether it is on the surface or you collect it on the roofs of the schools. So we are collecting about 100 million litres of rainwater in 1,200 schools. That is how we are saying that a low-cost community-based solution is already there. You listen to the people, see what solutions they have, and see how you can uh, scale it up on a large scale. Is literacy a prerequisite for teaching or learning in the college? Even without the written or spoken word, you can make people into solar engineers just by sight and sound and sign language. We keep asking, where is it written? That just because you don't know how to read and write, you cannot become an architect, or you cannot become a dentist, or you can't become a solar and water engineer, or you can't become a traditional midwife. Where is it written? So we don't penalize anyone just because he can't read and write or she can't read and write. But you can always use the expertise that you have as a dentist or as a a, a traditional bone setter or as a a traditional midwife. These are people we, we ourselves call professionals. These are all professionals because they've been respected and accepted by rural communities, highly respected, and they use the expertise. Why not capitalize on that and bring it into mainstream? So that's what the Barefoot College does. We say that these skills are universal. It's been there for hundreds of years. And the Barefoot College gives it the respect it deserves. It gives it the platform for them to show what skills they have. And it's a challenge for lots of people to say, look, if they're doing it this way, why aren't we doing more of this? The Barefoot College has a campus in India in Rajasthan that's 80,000 square feet that was built by barefoot professionals, illiterate architects and construction workers. Tell me a little bit about that. There are 12 barefoot architects who don't know how to read and write today who actually built the college. We built it at $1.50 a square foot. In 2002, uh, the Aga Khan gave us the Aga Khan Award for Architecture to the barefoot architects. But then we had a controversy there because they felt that an architect with a paper qualification must have been involved. We said, yes, he was involved in making the blueprint, but everything in the blueprint contains the knowledge and skills of barefoot architects. So you have to recognize the barefoot architects. So they were humming and awing. So we returned the award the first time in the history of the Aga Khan Award for Architecture. We returned the award because they didn't believe that the barefoot architects could have made such a marvelous structure. 
I'm Jessica Harris, and you're listening to From Scratch. My guest is Bunker Roy, founder of Barefoot College, a system of schools in remote rural villages throughout India. Bunker founded Barefoot College in 1972, and the school teaches hands-on skills like solar electrification, blacksmithing, water purification to illiterate women and men. In 2010, Bunker was recognized by Time magazine as one of the 100 most influential people in the world. We'll hear more from Bunker coming up. 